0: Good evening, welcome to this service on what is really one of the holiest, most sacred days of the year, the night that we commemorate what our Lord did for us. On on Good Friday, our words seem so shallow, so inadequate, how can we even begin to say thank you for what he did to us on this day. As Jesus stretched out his arms on the cross to offer life and salvation to all, let us pray for the world that he loved so much. Pray with me. Loving God, on this night of remembrance, we are aware of the wondrous love you have for us as we proclaim the suffering and death of our Lord, your Son, Jesus Christ. Help us through the scripture and music and the message of the evening to pause and really look at the cross, to see the nail holes, and to grasp the reality of this day and what the cross means to us personally. How incredible it is to know that God himself died on a cross for his beloved. God on a cross, the ultimate act of love. And when our Lord said it is finished, redemption had been won. So grant that this day of hallowed remembrance may be the beginning of a new way of life for each of us, with gratitude, a new kind of living. We pray for your church tonight as we join with millions of our brothers and sisters in worship. We pray for this congregation that we love. We pray for all who bear the name of Christian. We pray for all who have not heard or received the gospel of Christ or the words of salvation. We pray that their hearts will be open to the truth. Almighty and eternal God, your spirit guides the church and makes it holy. Help us, each of us, to do faithfully the work to which you have called us. On the night of his betrayal, Jesus gave his followers a new commandment to love one another as he loved them. Write this commandment on our hearts. Give us the will to serve one another as he did, a servant of all who lived his life and died for us. Send peace on earth and put down greed, pride, and anger that turns nation against nation and people against people. Speed the day when wars will end and the whole world accepts your rule. Teach us the art of self-giving. Merciful God, we have spent these Lenten days in a period of reflection and repentance. We know that in your mercy you pardon all who truly repent and turn to you. O God, in your loving kindness, we humbly come in repentance and ask your mercy. Cleanse us from all sin. We give thanks for your sacrificial love that brings us forgiveness rather than punishment. Compassionate God, you give new strength to the weary and new courage to those who have lost heart. Hear the prayers of all who call on you in any trouble, that they may have the joy of receiving your help in their need. Give to each as they have need. Give us the strength and wisdom to serve them. Lead us, O God, by the power of your Spirit, to live as love commands. As Christ gave his life for others, help us, to live our lives for others with humility and courage. Give us strength to serve you faithfully until the promised day of resurrection. Amen. And now if you would please stand and take your hymnals and turn to number 256. We're going to sing the Old Rugged Cross But I want you to really listen to those words and let them touch your heart.
1: Had been Jews, would we have spoken out for him when the Sanhedrin accused him of blasphemy? If we had been Gentiles, would we have defended him when the Romans condemned him to death? If we had been disciples, would we have stayed with him when the crowd became a crucifying mob? Or would we have been like Peter, who followed him and loved him and denied him three times before dawn?
2: scripture reading tonight is from the Gospel of John, book 19, verses 16 through 42. Then he handed him over to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus, and carrying the cross by himself, he went out to what is called the place of the skull, which in Hebrew is called Golgotha. There they crucified him with two others, one on either side, with Jesus between them. Pilate also had an inscription written and put on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, in Latin, and in Greek. Then the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews. But this man said, I am the King of the Jews. Pilate answered, They divided my clothes amongst themselves, and for my clothing they cast lots. And that is what the soldiers did. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. After this, when Jesus knew that, knew that all was now finished, he said, in order to fulfill the scripture, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there. So they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Since it was the day of preparation, the Jews did not want the bodies left on the cross during the Sabbath, especially because that Sabbath was a day of great solemnity. So they asked Pilate to have the legs of the crucified men broken and the bodies removed. Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once blood and water came out. He who saw this has testified so that you also may believe. His testimony is true, and he knows that he tells the truth so that you also may continue to believe. These things occurred so that the scripture might be fulfilled. None of his bones shall be broken. And again, another passage of scripture says, this will look, they will look on the one whom they have pierced. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, though a secret one because of his fear of the Jews, asked Pilate to let him take away the body of Jesus. Pilate gave him permission. So he came and removed his body. Nicodemus, who had at first come to Jesus by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, weighing about a hundred pounds. They took the body of Jesus and wrapped it with the spices and linen cloths, according to the burial custom of the Jews. Now there was a garden in the place where he was crucified, and in the garden there was a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. And so preparation... And so, because it was the Jewish day of preparation and the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. This is the word of the Lord. What stood out in that text?
3: Anybody? Fulfilling of scripture. There's no wrong answer. I'm not trying to trip you up and make you look dumb. I'm just, it's a lot of texts, right? What stood out to me is how many times Jesus' body is mentioned. It's funeral season and it's memorial season. Um, A lot of close friends of mine, actually a couple hours before I came here tonight, I looked on Facebook and one of the search committee that brought me to Muskegon, uh, Michigan, Uh, his bride died um, in her 70s, cancer. Um, Like Sharon opened the service with, one of our primary objectives is just to pause. Pause and recognize the moment that really happened. A couple thousand years ago, in Jerusalem, today, Jesus died. Another thing that stood out to me it's visceral it's it's painful, right. There's something so wrong about death. When when was the last time you've wrestled with death? Somebody close to you died. For me, I'm going through it right now. For most of you, you're probably going through it right now. It's just it's just a part of this broken system. And a crucial piece of God fixing the system is his one and only son, fully God, fully man, didn't pretend to die. This isn't an act. He's up on the cross. He says, Mom, this is your son. This is for real. It ends, the text we just heard, it ends with them wrapping his body and laying it in a cold, dark tomb. Jesus died. The Alpha and the Omega died. where were his allies Ruth asked a really crucial question Would you have denied him Remember we on Sunday I said there's a huge question on Palm Sunday how does it go from Palm Sunday to this how does it go to this huge celebration the one day Actually, of his life on earth, that he was treated the way he was supposed to be treated just a few days ago. But it ends here. Like, how does it wind up here? When I said the simple answer on Sunday, we're all the crowd. That's why we celebrate Lent, is to realize and wrestle with our own humanity and repent. Another answer I stumbled across um, out of this book, Being Transfigured. I've been quoting from it left and right um, during this Lenten season, and I absolutely love it. Um, But here's Chris Green kind of one-upping the ante. He says, Not everyone cried, Crucify Him. But did anyone cry, Don't crucify him. Judas was paid to betray him. But did anyone try to buy his release? Not everyone forsook him. Not everyone that passed by him on the cross mocked him. But did anyone cry out to God for his deliverance? Another reason why we end up here is we're, we're as allies, and yet we still are in this broken and messed up world. In certain ways, this is my favorite day of the Christian calendar. This is my favorite worship service. Who's with me? Anybody? Why? Because what he did for us. Also, you know. You don't have to convince people they're suffering. Suffering isn't easy. This is the moment where our God emptied himself, like I said on Sunday, into the form of a man, not only to bring himself on our level and meet us in our deepest suffering, but also to meet us in his godness and to raise us out of it. This is the, this holiday is the answer, or this day in the Christian calendar is the answer to, why aren't the Christians broken? Why why aren't the Christians, like, why are they so arrogant? If they look at us right here, right now, they'll see we aren't. Karl Bart, like I often quote, he says, the greatest moment of human history, not of all of history, but human history, is today. It's where God empties himself into the man and dies and meets our deepest pains, our deepest sufferings. Think of some sufferings that you've gone through. I've lost my mom. I've lost, my, I've lost all kinds of friends to drug addiction. I've, I've lost all types, and I've seen divorces. I've seen all these miseries. And if you list your sufferings, list them in your head right now. You don't have to yell them out, but list them in your head. Every single one of them, God meets Tonight. Deep cries to deep. I love to conclude with a prayer from um Saint Isaac. Pray with me. Oh Lord Jesus Christ. No, yeah. I'll pray. You I guess you want to call in response? No, I'll just pray. Everybody. O Lord Jesus Christ, my flesh and bone, God, you wept over Lazarus. Let me weep over you. Your side was riven. Let me give birth to contrition. Let your head, bowed in death, lift up my head. Let your brow, crowned with blood, purify my thoughts. Let your face, bruised and spat upon, Brighten my eyes. Let your mouth filled with gall fill my mouth with songs. Let your hands stretched out in death teach my hands to war. Let your feet nailed to the tree guide me in the paths of peace. By your passion cure my passions. By your wounds wound my heart. By your blood cleanse my desires. I forsake, O Lord, again and again. Do not forsake me. I'm a sheep lost in the wilds bear me hold me in your arms feed me by the still waters of your your mysteries hide me in the shelter of your heart the secret place of the most high that I may come become worthy of the way you see me oh my jesus make my heart a home for your holy family a throne for you and your mother and for all with whom you long to share it. Now unto the ages of ages. And all God's people said,
4: I think of the nails that crucified my Lord. They were made of iron, but more. They were made of hatred, prejudice, and greed. And I wonder, what part of me is found in the shadow of that mob that stretches down through history? What part of me creates nails and other forms that wound my brother and my Lord? You know
1: how many times I have betrayed you, Lord. You know the times I have chosen evil over good. Guilt lies upon me like an iron cloak. My soul is heavy, my burden hard.
4: And the Christ who was crucified there once said, As you have done it to the least of these, my brothers, you have done it unto me. As nations rise in war, as governments oppress the poor, as passive people turn and look aside, in silence we crucify. Again. We crucify.
1: As indifference forms the pattern of our lives, as hungry children cry for food, as widows mourn alone in empty rooms, in apathy we crucify. Again, we crucify.
5: Amen.